Business Desk Today is the podcast for New Zealand business leaders. Your daily business briefing from the team at businessdesk.co.nz. Tēnā and welcome to Business Desk Today. It's Friday the 10th of November and I'm Ben Moore. On today's episode, Fonterra may close plants, a shipping company legal battle claims the hearing aid market is broken, and lessons from Telco for the grocery duopoly. Riley Kennedy reports that Fonterra's leadership signaled uncertainty for certain plants across its network in the next decade as it looks to cut $1 billion in costs. The company announced in September that it planned to remove $1 billion from its cost base by 2030. Chief Executive Miles Hurrell said at the company's annual meeting yesterday that they were targeting a 4% cash operating cost improvement per year. It's also targeting a 2% New Zealand cash manufacturing cost improvement every year. Hurrell mentioned that with milk production flat or declining in some parts of the country, there would need to be discussions about certain plants across the business. Chair Peter McBride told Business Desk some of the plants that would potentially be up for discussion could be significantly aged or not meeting the co-op's value-add expectations. When they looked at plants, they looked at things such as wastewater systems and what capital expenditure may be required to get them up to speed. Oliver Lewis reports that the New Zealand arm of a multinational forestry group has failed in its bid to have evidence of a shipping failure preserved in New Zealand to help it with offshore arbitration. On July 24th, the Achilles Bulker lost its rudder as it left Port of Tauranga. The ship, owned by SE Apex Corporation, was carrying logs that had been sold by China Forestry Group Corporation New Zealand. The buyer terminated the contract when the company wasn't able to deliver, so China Forestry is claiming against SE Apex for losses in a case that will go to arbitration in London. China Forestry and Dumpskipselskabel Norden AS, which had chartered the vessel from SE Apex, successfully applied to the High Court that items relating to the loss of the ship's rudder be preserved. But the ship is about to go to China for repairs, so the two companies applied for orders allowing them to inspect those preserved items. They feared the evidence may be destroyed should it leave New Zealand for China. Justice Graham Lang said the Auckland court had no jurisdiction to make orders giving the right to inspect items that might constitute evidence. He also ruled out preserving items in New Zealand, which China Forestry and Norden sought as a backup provision and said there was no evidence to support the idea that SE Apex was likely to destroy evidence once the vessel left New Zealand waters. Murray Jones investigates the claims from a hearing loss charity advocate that the audiology market in New Zealand is broken and in need of an overhaul. Dr. Lisa Sirup, the president of Hearing New Zealand and practicing audiologist, has heavily criticized the sector for several unethical practices, including unnecessary upselling and misleading marketing. It comes after Consumer New Zealand recently called for the Commerce Commission to put the sector on notice. However, the Commerce Commission has said that it is not currently investigating or looking into the retail hearing aid industry. In the full story, which you can find on our website, Murray Jones explains how vertical integration and a lack of competition has led to multinationals making up to 200% profit on their healthcare devices. After the break, what can we learn about busting the grocery duopoly from the disruption of the telco monopoly in the early 2000s? Plus, a look at the markets. Welcome back. On this week's episode of The Business of Tech, the demise of Soupy has led to Peter and I talking about issues of competition. 
In this episode, grocery and telco veteran Ernie Newman shares his view on what needs to be done to shake up the cosy duopoly. When you actually look at what was the term telecommunications, I actually think the real turning point was structural separation. Structural separation of telecom wholesale, which uh, is chorus, from the retail, um, which was Spark. Now, that was actually done not by regulation, but by Stephen Joyce with his brilliant idea of making that separation a precondition of chorus getting the contract for the ultra-fast broadband. So Joyce, in effect, put a billion bucks on the table and said, OK, Chorus, you can have this, but only if you split from telecom retail. So it was a bribe. It was, it was a simple bribe. That was actually a lot easier than trying to break this thing down in a, through any kind of legislative framework, you know, with a commission or any other way. Now, I don't know that there is a parallel to that in the supermarket sector, but it may well be that the commissioner and all the people around him and MB and the politicians and so on need to actually find a really innovative way like that to make the supermarkets actually want to separate their wholesale and retail functions. I don't know what that brilliant idea is, but I'm sure there's one there somewhere. For the full interview, plus some insightful commentary, check out The Business of Tech on iHeartRadio or wherever you get podcasts. And now, the markets. The New Zealand share market got back on a winning run, driven by a surge of more than 9% from Mainframe on its better-than-expected half-year financial result. The S&P NZX50 index fell to an intraday low of 11,113.18, but rebounded strongly in the afternoon to close at 11,197.66, up 46.36 points, or 0.42%. There were 82 gainers and 44 decliners over the whole market on volumes of 26.76 million share transactions worth $80.97 million. That's all for today. Have a great Friday and an even better weekend. Kakite.